ignorance, bigotry, racism, and a marriage proposal. I've never seen so much of it about as I have these past few weeks. All that is, except the marriage proposal. That is still more of a rarity. It is ironic that a gunman that sought to make a name for himself in Christchurch is often not named by many, if not most journalists, and a few bloggers, when they write about him. I wonder if his lawyers have passed that tidbit of information onto him yet. Not being allowed to view newspapers or TV, he can only get that info from approved visitors. And he hasn't had any until he requested representation. He was going to represent himself. Two guesses why he decided not to. For most people chasing notoriety, it would be disappointing to learn that rather than spell his name incorrectly, journalists have desisted from writing it at all. That is a big departure from the way that newspapers have normally dealt with terrorists. In the big papers overseas, their names have usually been plastered across the front page and in the news for days, weeks and months. He'd be lucky to have it written once a week, and it's been four weeks with barely a mention. I can't say that I care. I suppose it had to happen sometime, but this too came from Australia. An Aussie girl posted a video of her proposing to the terrorist. Some women, in this case it was a teen, are drawn to murderers. I won't dwell on why, because I don't understand it. I'm not sure that she knows what his grandmother said, but he hasn't had much luck with the ladies. There would probably be a good reason why. But then, what would she know? She's just a kid. Emma Vere Jones, an Auckland woman, told the New Zealand Herald that she received a pamphlet in the mail called One Treaty, One Nation. It is a piece of derogatory rubbish belittling Māori and saying how Māori were lucky to have been colonised. Really? No one has ever told us that before. Not to our face. It's the usual racist nonsense trotted out occasionally. The people behind it seem bent on riding the wave caused by the white supremacist a month ago. Whoever printed the pamphlet wasn't very well read. They might need to revisit the history books or perhaps open one for the first time. They could listen to an audiobook if that was less of a challenge. Some of what they stated is not new, neither is it accurate. J. 
Justice Minister Andrew Little is looking into a review of hate speech. It appears that there are some holes or gaps in New Zealand law about what constitutes freedom of speech and hate speech. Seeing as how the pamphlet names a group of people and singles them out for attention in a dismissive and subjective manner should require that it be considered as hate speech. Hate speech is about intent as much as it is about the words that are used. New Zealand should follow Norway's lead. Norway defined it as publicly making statements that threaten or ridicule or incite hatred. The language in the pamphlet is not conducive to smoothing any waters and is in fact intended to do the exact opposite. Call it out and name it what it is, then deal with it. It is a hop, step and jump from stating what the gunman had in his manifesto. And we all know how that ended.